Hey everybody, thanks a lot for joining in. Welcome to the special edition episode 20, QuakeCon, Modders Inc. podcast. We're coming to you live from the uh, Hilton Anatole in Dallas, Texas, in the sea of heat, because we are so freaking close to the sun. we got Wayne in the room. Hey guys. we got ourselves a big man over there on the side. What's up? Special guest Fluffy joining us for the podcast. Hi, everybody. Hey, and then we got Taz over here next to me. What's up? And then you got Craig, Tech Daddy Tate, sitting over here trying to lead this crew through the mass. So uh, let's, I guess pretty much what we're going to do is we're just going to talk about some of the stuff we've seen, heard, and experienced here at QuakeCon this year. Um, besides the heat, what's the big thing that you guys are going to take away from coming to QuakeCon? Oh, I think it's, uh, seen it's a little different than last year. I think it's, uh, they've got a lot more sponsorship, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of nice. Uh, yeah, but some people, of course, don't like that. Yeah. But um, I think it's it's nice. They do keep it absolutely private from the other part of the, the area, mm-hmm. so you're not mixed in. You know, the land's not part of the vendor area and vice versa, right. which is kind of nice. So right. it gives you a little bit of break, too, if you want to uh, not land, you know, 24-7. Mm-hmm. Then you can go over there and talk to the vendors or walk around and, and see some other uh, the shows that are going on. Yeah, I noticed that Bethesda really threw some weight behind the registration process this year because in the past, QuakeCon have always been kind of, I mean, granted they're volunteer-driven, but they actually formalized the process this year. And they put a lot of laptops and a lot of technology out there to help people kind of self-check in, which is great. Great. It's always been a hard time bringing machines into this place, and it looked like it got a lot better this year. Yeah, I would have to. I would have to agree with that. I, I think the process was a lot better, but I think you're going to have some of the diehards too that were here, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight years ago, like that spending the overnight, you know, being trying to be the first in line or whatnot, and, yeah. and all that crap. You know, everybody was fighting online. Look at unregistered number, you know, seven forty eight or whatever. Oh, and the. Oh boy, they got rid of the file sharing PC plus plus. That was a that was a big, uh, big hoopla here. I don't know how much you guys work with it, but it's a it's a land based file sharing application, and you set up. It's basically kind of like peer to peer, except it's on the land. Everybody installs the client, and then you have a network address that everybody logs into, and then it's kind of like IRC where everybody's chatting, and then you can go over and right click on a person who has PC plus plus installed. And you can browse whatever it is they're sharing. Ooh. And you can, you know, it's massive file sharing. Ma- and yes, there, there was always terabytes stuff. and terabytes and terabytes of stuff. Oh man, what kind of stuff? Oh, porn. Yes. Any of it. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I can imagine on some yeah. of these people I've seen walking around. Just as odd as they look. <laughs> what might be on their computer? <laughs> you don't want to know what they were downloading. We're sharing pictures. <laughs> retinal scarring. I know a couple of years ago I was walking around the BYOC at like 2 or 3 in the morning. And that's a different side of life. That is a completely different side of life. 3 o'clock in the morning, 2 or 3 years ago here at Quake, and I'm walking around before they started clamping down on the file sharing and trying to make it more kid-friendly. There were... All sorts of body parts bouncing across the screens at various times of the night. Wow. <laughs> Walking up on a counter-strike, you turn around, and there's like bouncing bodies. You're like, okay, wow, all right, I was looking forward to Left for Dead, but all right. You, know. you was Left for Dead already. Right. Cool. Yeah, it was. Should have been Left for Dead. Yeah. Yeah, but they took DC++ out of it, and then they also clamped down on the internet. And I think they... 
unsuccessfully tried to integrate a Steam Cloud server oh, wow. into here, and they said it was available, and then everybody who uses Steam couldn't log into their game, so all of a sudden they realized something was wrong with it. Now, I'm not in BYOC this year, so I don't know firsthand, but I heard enough people bitching and complaining about it. But apparently, there was a there was an unsuccessful or a not completely successful attempt at trying to integrate a Steam Cloud authentication mechanism into the LAN, which has always been a problem here at QuakeCon. Oh, yeah. Because for anybody who uses Steam, if you don't bring that, if you don't log that thing in before you leave work or leave home and set the thing to offline mode, you can't play your games. And so people come here and they start up, they try to play Steam and they couldn't authenticate against Steam, so they tried to put a Steam Cloud server here on the LAN. Apparently it didn't work very well. Somebody messed something up. I don't oh, know. But when you're at one of the largest lands in, in the United States, what do you think they would have uh, had that sorted out beforehand? Oh, yeah. Not sure. like get, get your turn to switch on. Oh crap, it doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. <laughs> now so what? Something they should have had. Because I mean, with, with Steam now, you, you got so many games using oh, yeah. the interface that it's, it's yeah. ridiculous well, not to. Absolutely. I mean, now you got no internet, so you got no Steam, and you got no porn. What are you going to be doing? <laughs> right? I mean, just knock your whole day out. It's, yeah, I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was also a whole lot of program file sharing. I mean, obviously, there's... Yeah. Now, now, one of the guys I was talking to from the Austin Moderate brought up a really good point. And uh, he said, by taking DC++ out the way that they did and not offering any kind of an alternative, the gamers who came in here who needed to patch their game in order to play a LAN game, like everybody was patched up to a certain right. point and this person wasn't, there was no mechanism for them to go out and get that download. Right. You can't do it because you can't get out on the Internet to get the download, and there's no place to go inside in order to find the patch. Yeah. Unless you walk door to door with somebody and say, look, do you have it? Yeah, okay, can you get yeah. out this USB drive? Yeah. And then you're looking at possibly bringing in an infected yeah. file or something like that. You don't know who you're talking to. So it was, and even if you tried to get it from like one of the local hotels or something, your connection there is limited. Yeah. So you can't go back to your room and, and hook up and get it and then come back or anything. Yeah, but are you pay fifteen bucks for, per day for the hotel internet so you can download a game or yeah. patches that you should have been able, available. Yeah. So hopefully they'll get it worked out. I mean, every year, I mean, every year QuakeCon tries something new. Every year, a couple things don't quite go right, and every year, a couple things go really well. Yes. So, you know, each year's a growing point for it, and I think this was something to make it a little bit more professional. This year, I think, was, you know, to, to take a page from uh, the NVIDIA presentation, um, when they were talking about the performance and the number of uh, uh, transistors versus how many, you know, giga, you know, gigatransfers or gigapixels per second that they were, that they were producing. You know, to do something similar to that, you could probably look at how QuakeCon has ramped up and the steps that it's been taken evolutionarily to try and become more professional, to try and become more respected. Now, granted, it started off as a fan-based type of convention, because it was. It was it was a bunch of guys getting together at uh, one of the local hotels here in Dallas. And, well, yeah, the first one was like eight people. Yeah, yeah, and it just kind of grew from that. I mean, so it's always, it slowly progressed. It slowly progressed. And so, you know, at some point in time, you know, especially if you have a company like it or Bethesda that's throwing just massive amounts of money and resources into the thing, it's their party. 
It's, yeah. no, it's no longer the fan. I mean, they were, they need the fans and they need the volunteers in order to make the thing run. But the fans and the volunteers don't provide the money for the Lausanne at all. The right. fans and the volunteers don't provide, you know, the rental for the electrical, the, the right. supplementary electrical trucks that are outside. Yep. You know, that it's, 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 it's people that will complain about it. But on the same hand, being that it's a, it's pretty much a free, Oh, it's totally free. Yeah. You don't pay nothing to get in. Unless you did the, like this, the, the QDQ, the, the, the quick, not quick registration where you pay $20 to have express. Yeah, but you, you know, get a t-shirt and you get some other yeah, exclusive there was, stuff. There was some other stuff that, you know, but, you know, they, they raised, I think that was, there was 500, that they, 500 QDQ they sold, so 20 bucks a pop, 10,000, like that. Yeah. They raised ten thousand bucks right there, just yeah. pay for some stuff. I mean, that was that was a good idea. There was a lot of people that took them up on it. So I could see QuakeCon becoming a pay event or uh potentially them upping that slot to, you know, a thousand. Saying, you know, a thousand people want to do QDQ. Yeah, yeah. But I I, I think I think their intentions are always going to be to keep it free though. I really do. I mean, you know, that's why they have the vendors here, let the vendors, you know, do some of the cost of it. Mm-hmm. You know, let yeah. them let them support that, and plus, they know their fan base. I mean, you take care of your fans; mm-hmm. they take care of you, right? And right. Um, that's that's why you know you guys support them. Uh, you know, that's really I, I can see a difference from last year. I think it's going to be more organized. Mm-hmm. We've had in the past where it's not quite as organized, but I can see that kind of happening this year just because of the registration. To tell you the truth, mm-hmm. that's the first start. I mean, if you got on to the to the forums for QuakeCon, you heard a lot of bitching about, you know, oh, you know, well, how's this going to work out? I think it worked out and looked like it did just perfect. Mm-hmm. I can attest, this is my very first one. I've never been here. This is the first time uh filled out the disclaimer for, uh, was it Ed? Mm-hmm. I filled out the disclaimer for Ed. It took just a few seconds. Logged on to the laptop that they provided, and five minutes later I had this cool laminated badge and uh, a lander. Yeah. And I'm in. And for all for free. And it's free. All for free. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best part. It did went really well. Yeah. So I can I can see it really uh even be better next year expanding. I mean, I think uh they'd probably learn from a few mistakes that they had this year. I have heard it quick on compared to PAX quite a few times. And in PAX taught it like what, thirty, forty months? Yeah, you have to buy right. tickets to go to PAX. And the one of the comments I heard going through the next one the cost. For a vendor to come here, it's considerably different between the two. Here being a little more expensive, they're being less. Yeah, because they have they have the people that they come have to the events. The the and people are paying. For right. Keeping it free here, it costs the vendors a little more. But you see what the vendors bring in to get out. Yeah. Just imagine how much value and product oh, yeah. goes through this place in the weekend. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the other thing. I mean, when you go to the uh, the events and stuff, just product just I mean, I didn't win becomes shit. airborne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the product just becomes airborne because they're giving it away like every thirty mm-hmm. seconds. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going out in the crowd. Right, right. Speaking of product, when you guys are walking around the vendor floor, what did you guys see that really excited you? I mean, did, did you see any? Uh, have, have you been out on the vendor floor yet? I have been on the floor just briefly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like the game displays. The new games that are coming out. I think the chance to look at them is much as I'd like to, but the day's young and, you know, <laughs> yeah. go back and take a look at that. Yeah. How'd you like the Hummer? That was pretty wild. Uh, 
The Hummer he's referring to is a, a fully tricked out Hummer for land parties that has screens and, and just everything that's already there. I guess I assume you can just drive it somewhere and get a land party wherever you park. Pretty much, yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah. Screen in the front, screens in the back, screens in it, screens in the back seat, uh-huh. everywhere. It's all this. Oh, shields. Oh. Yeah. And a one in 50 chance to win one? You Ventrilo. can't beat that with a stick, brother. Yeah, yeah. Ventrilo, I think that was the second or third year they've done it. Uh, this year they brought two Shelby GT Cobras Mustang Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> a red one and a blue one. Traveling either, huh? Yeah. Oh, man, they're spectacular. I still can't get one, though. I'm telling you, man. I'd give up the flight home to drive one. But would you try? I would try, man. I tell you what, if I got in one of those cars, I look like a monkey humping a basketball, man. Hanging out the window. Craig would reach in, grab a hold of the driver's seat, yank it out, sit in the back seat, and just there you go. Well, well, if a monkey is humping a basketball, he's having a pretty good time. This is true. I'm probably having a good time driving that Mustang around that. That's some good. That's some pretty stuff. But yeah, that was a that was that was pretty neat. What about you, Vic? This has been my first time. It was uh, quite an event. I've enjoyed it. Um, you know, not to take anything away from Quakecom, but my biggest thing was to meet all the guys from Motors Inc. that I haven't met yet. There you go. There you go. And meeting a longtime friend Fluffy here that I've known since 2003 and had never seen him. Very cool. That was a surprise. Was he the one that you? That you made that BDD case for? No, he's the one that leads the clan. Okay. He's actually the clan leader. Did you notice that that BDD case was the display? I have a picture of me pointing to it. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Vic had to show that off. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, here. Did, did he tell you that he beat me out to get on that? No, he did not. Yeah. I was supposed to. My say, I have not been belittling <laughs> you. I have been giving you a hard time. I'm not worried about it, but yeah, for those on the podcast, CPU had a, uh, a large booth presence out here, and they had uh, three panels that were up on the sides, and each panel basically had two of their computer mods uh, that had in their uh, uh, the Mad Reader uh, mod of the month, and you know, Bodker was out there, um, Vic was out there with his VVV mod, um, and we noticed it, and it was like, oh, wait a minute, look at this, and then... Taz starts to realize, wait a minute, where's, where's, where's green? And, uh, whoops, it's not there. And, uh, Vic bumped him out. So that's the whole, that's the whole shebang. We'll try and get a picture of it up later on. I didn't do any bumping. <laughs> I want y'all to make it. My wife's no, I did not do any bumping. Dude, I got pictures to prove it. Pissed off goat. Well, one thing I like this year is yeah. that, that I've seen on the floor is Asus is get your hands dirty over puppy Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go spend some time over there. It's nice to see that they're just laying it out there. You got a face cool setup mm-hmm. and you can push it up over five gigahertz. Mm-hmm. Most, I would say, most of the people into it around here probably don't have the luxury of pushing something like that hard. What was over yesterday? Uh, Jay was showing Taz that this one young fella had his up to 5.2 and the other one had his up to 5.1. They were still going. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what the liquid, the liquid nitrogen? No, it was on the base. The baseball. They had well, two baseball, baseball setups on the back. The, They're the matched. Two, yeah. We're going to stand in today. The two on the, on this side. Yeah. 
Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> That's kind of nice. I wonder, it looks like those are custom, or I want to try something I'm going to try and do. No, I'm sure they're. I'm sure they're just rebranding. They just. Yeah. They just I mean, rebranded. The, the board's sitting on an 88 case from Case Yes, it was. But really looking cool. at you can looking at the other two boxes, they look. It might be a custom deal from them. Yeah. Because it looked like it was all made the same. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I just love the idea that they, they set the hardware up there and kill it, kill it. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it and is. You've got cool. the option to push it as far as you can. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that's, that's the cool thing when you come here, is the other thing, you can interact with the vendors a lot. Yeah. And that's exactly what they want. They yeah. want that feedback. And yeah. You can, if you have maybe a personal favorite that might be here, or maybe somebody that's not your personal favorite, you can talk to a representative, yeah, and get some information. They're very willing to. Oh, uh, more more than willing, and they they love that. Vendor floor is a very intimate, a very intimate uh, design in the fact of how they have the booths set up. They're not, uh, it, they're not really separated from the the traffic flowing by. So it's you know you're walking by, you're brushing shoulders with the vendors, and you're talking to them, and they're talking to you, and they're bringing you in. Get out of the flow of traffic out here. Let me show you some of the product. Yeah, I kind of wish they would, when they, when they do the little giveaways, like a boost. Oh. I kind of wish they would designate a specific area for them to go through and do that. And, and let the rest of the people try and get around and get around. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know, there's times you got to wait 20, 30 minutes to be able to walk through a group a crowd of people. Yeah. 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 Cause, well, there is that one stage up towards the front, but that's a quick draw, I think. That's a quick draw. That's the, yeah, that's the, uh, Stage. It's the event stage. Yeah. And it's on the main stage, the event stage. One of the things they started a few years ago, I thought it was a great idea, was the quick draw. Uh-huh. Where everybody who, when you register, what you do is you get a number. And if you're there and you're present and they call your number, you're called upon the stage. And then they call another number. And then you two go head to head for, I think it was a thousand bucks. Last wow. year. I don't know what it is here. Yeah. So then they take those, I think it was like 10 years or 11 years, or not years, uh, players. 10, 11, or 12, those battle at the main. So the last guy, because what, what, what they, if I believe what they did last year is like, if Craig won a thousand, I won a thousand. We had, we, if you wanted to, we had to put up our thousand bucks. Yeah, so the winner would get two thousand then. Then the next year would go up and up. So wow. finally the guy who won would get to ten thousand dollars. Oh wow. Wow. So, yeah. Or if you didn't want to, I guess you could walk away from it. But the cool thing is, is that if it's anybody in the crowd, I mean, it could be a, a five-year-old girl. Well, and they had some competitions in one year where yeah. whoever did the stupidest thing in the next 30 seconds was the quick draw. Yeah. Like we were doing rock, paper, scissors for an video car yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. They do all kinds of stuff, but it's, it's great. I mean, it's all entertaining and, and in all the shows you can go to. You want to go, you know, the presentations about the new games, go to that, raids that they've been talking for about forever, for years and years, or maybe car match the kind of guy you want to talk to, the guy, you know, the guy who made Doom and, and all that. I mean, it's all here. Yeah. I went to a, uh, uh, sound and, uh, uh, Sound engineering forum. And that was very, very enlightening. Talking with those guys, listening to them, listening to their experience and how they got into what they're doing and, you know, how to break into the voiceover industry and stuff like that. Because that's kind of what I'm wanting to do. I want to get into the fact, you know, I want to get into, uh, some sort of video game voicing because, I mean, digital technology is doing nothing but go higher. It's not going anywhere. It's going to do nothing but get larger. And you need voice pool for that. 
So I want to try and get my I want to try and get myself into the voice pool on that. See if I can draw a little interest, bring some stuff in. You're in voice a lot, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been working on my arena voice, what I've been talking about from StarCraft Two. Well, he ended up doing voiceovers for the latter games and stuff, and doing. Actually, he started doing it in the it was a hundred He was making a turkey sound and all that stuff. So, you know, I think you could really do a nice meat moose. I could do a nice moose. Pat <laughs> <laughs> says, I'll get a nice moose last night. <laughs> I'm just going to have to ask about what last night, what is, this keeps coming up. Oh. Um, I don't need to know about that. Okay. No. I didn't feel very well at two o'clock. Oh, okay. Let's not go any further. Because I do love. That's fine. That's completely. I've never heard rattle pipes before. Why? I think we got the name of the podcast. Yeah. Rattle pipes. Episode one. Yeah. Could be awakening. Did you guys go to the movie last night? No. Oh, you did. Right, I got to find somebody who's got that on video. Is that the uh, Pancake House? Pancake thing? Theater. It was a ride. They did the Matrix last night. Oh, really? And it was funny. I mean, they were just all over Keanu Reeves. I mean, whoa, oh, oh, what? I can do this. No. Oh, what? I mean, they're just all, I mean, they were on him. <laughs> and what they're doing is three comedians sitting in the front. And with microphones, and through the movie, they're they're changing what's being said. You know, the, the movie's still playing. You know, it's going on. All of a sudden, one will pipe like, in. Like Mystery Science Theater. A lot like Mystery Science Theater. Yeah. Yes, except it's not just commentary. I mean, it's it's like literal dialogue. They're throwing in there. Then they're changing up to be like this. Is the, the funniest one that I still I get tears when I'm thinking about it. The scene where Neo and Morpheus are doing their first kung fu thing inside the dojo. This is a simulation. You know, it says, hit me if you can. They're going through and, you know, the first, the first round of battle before Neo starts to figure it all out. He just knocked him through the pillar and he's laying on the, on the tatamis on the mats. And Morpheus is explaining to him, do you think that my ability to beat you is due to my muscles or my strength in this place? You know, it starts to dawn on Neo. And then, he bends down and he looks at it. <laughs> and they going. Every time Morpheus would bend over or sit down in a chair or something, one of the, one, one of the comedians would <laughs> make it sound like Morpheus just ripped one off. <laughs> and so there's the scene, they're inside the they're inside the uh, the dojo and he bends forward and as he bends forward and my guy, one, one of the guys did, did Neo's voice, and he's like, did you just fart? <laughs> and they go back to Morpheus, and this is where he, he doesn't say anything, he goes, <laughs> and he sits back up, like, <laughs> the stitches. <laughs> Too funny. I mean, and that was, that was the kind of really childish, just base humor that these guys threw out. It was funny. They really just roasted Neo. They've done that for all, like the past ten years mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, the very last scene where, yeah. where Neo stops the bullets just before he does his line. Hey Keanu, are you a good actor? 
And he says no, and he stops the bullets. But they, hey, you ain't that actor? No. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's plenty of stuff to do. I yeah. mean, they've they got to keep you guys entertained. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was especially, a right. especially the guys that are here, uh, you know, 24-7 for about two and a half days. Yeah, well, it starts on Thursday and ends on Sunday, but yeah. most of the place pans out after the after party on Saturday night. Yeah, you're going to come make sure that you're kind to your, your neighbors and, you know, wash up. Wash. Use it or uh, deodorant, so you know. Absolutely soap, water, and deodorant. Yeah. 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 yeah, make sure a happy neighbor. Exactly, uh, yeah. Which is true, because I mean, after 36 hours straight or more. Yeah. Well, this friggin' heat. Ooh. There's some gamey characters walking around in here. I've walked behind people, and, you know, if I had here, it would have fallen out. Well, I was, I, I was going to talk about something real quick. While I was out on the floor, we were talking about, you know, earlier, talking about vendors and stuff like that. Um, two things that uh, came up that I think uh, the people who are listening to this podcast are going to be interested in. One, um, can't really talk a whole lot about it, but I would say uh, people need to be watching Cooler Master um, probably early part of September. Uh, there's going to be a new product announcement, and uh, hopefully we'll have a corresponding product review up on Modders Inc. Um, but there's some there's some neat stuff that's coming out, so uh, y'all keep an eye on that. And Inland had representation here, and uh, they have a micro ATX gaming case that is capable of handling two full sized Crossfire or uh, SLI graphics cards. Think about that for a second, folks. This is a micro ATX case that is capable of handling two full-sized Crossfire or SLI video cards. It's got more ventilation and less case material than I've seen in a lot of places. And anyone's going to be sending one to us. So I uh, look forward to getting that review out to you guys as well. It's a, it's a, it's a neat-looking little case. It's, uh, I'm, I'm kind of stoked about it. I'm, Boy, can't wait to see how well it handles the heat of a 9800 you yeah. know, GX2. You know, because that's a heat beast. Oh, my. That's a heat beast. And that's another reason to come to, to see this stuff, because some of the stuff you're actually looking at, you may not even know it, is pre-production stuff. Yeah. Or they might set it out, and other people look at it, mm-hmm. and then they'll, they'll talk to people to get some feedback, because mm-hmm. those are really products that they're trying to develop. Yeah. So there's many of times that we've come here, like you were saying, Cooler Master has a case. It's up there. Everybody can see it. Mm-hmm. But we can't talk about it. But we can't talk about it. And you can't take pictures of it. Right. So, but, but yeah, it's there. You can look at it and you can touch it and you can ask them about it. You know, we try to get them to let us take the case home and no, that's a pre production unit. We can't let you review that. It's like, yeah, it's exciting. And, uh, well, Asus just uh, announced their. New uh, Rampage 3 formula. Yeah, the new the new formula Rampage. Yes, that was we just saw that, mm-hmm. and you get to see and like said the other event, you get to see it firsthand. Um, actual game, you know, of the game Rage, you actually mm-hmm. play it, and a lot of the other games that are coming out that you can actually get firsthand demos of it. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of line sometimes, but that's the other cool part. Mm-hmm. Or the other time you go to the the little presentations, they show you stuff that you that you won't see anywhere else. Stuff right. that you're developing on. Like they had clips from the Dune movies before, or, or this year it was like you know never been seen before rage stuff, and, mm-hmm. and it's always it's always something new, and that's what they like to do. That's why you got to come to these events because yeah. it's always something that they want to present out. Yeah, the rage the, the rage presentation that I went to that was uh, uh, that was interesting. Um, there, it's it's cross platform, folks. 
it's, it's cross-platform. They had it, they had it up and running. We weren't allowed to take pictures. We weren't allowed to take any videos or anything like that. But they didn't say anything about not being able to write about it. Right. It's, it's cross-platform. They had all three. They had the PS3, they had the 360, and they had the PC. All three of them running simultaneously through the levels. Now, it wasn't multiplayer across all three of them. Obviously, you can't do that. But, PS3 development, whoops, PS3 development was there, and, uh, so was, uh, Xbox 360, and, uh, come on, there we go, sorry, that was my phone, folks. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, the, the Rage has got a, Rage is, Rage is gonna be a hell of a launch. And they actually did a hard and fast date. They're saying, uh, what was it? June 13th, I think. I think is what it was. I think here in the States it was the 13th, and then over in Europe it was the 15th. But, you know, they, 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 they threw their, they threw their stick down and put it in the sand and said it's gonna be released. Mm. Well, there's one thing I'd like to talk about, a little bit separate from QuakeCon, but since we're at QuakeCon, it uh-huh. brings to mind a little contest we have going on at Model Ah. Uh, a little hot rod mod. Oh, yeah. Ah, yeah. uh, yes. Yeah. Turning up the heat. Yeah. You want that sucks buttermilk. Yeah, just <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the, the first one that cries out the big bad remark is usually the one that's so worried about losing. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I'm not going to be sore about losing. <laughs> not at all. If I lose, at least I know I did my best. There you go. Put your best foot forward and you can hold oh, it down. Man, I'm trying to get some smack out of it. I'm oh. sorry, buddy. It don't work with me, buddy. Yeah, I'll talk right. it, though. Hey, that's talking. He just don't want nobody else to hear I can talk it because I'm, I'm the one that's the furthest along in the process. Yep. I have to go home, wet sand, do a little touch up, and clear coat, and I can assemble. I'm done. You're done. I'm almost done. But, you know, I've I also, to be fair, I'm also home 24 7, capable of modding 24 7 if I like. So it makes a little bit. Let's clear that road up, Talk how far along are you? I am, uh, heinously far along. I'm not talking about you, I'm talking about you. Hey, it's a smack top, man. Yeah, there we go, alright, man. Yeah, he's cute, he's here? lovable. I'm, uh, <laughs> I am, I am very much, time has not been my friend for the last month or so, so it's there been, I am, I am way behind, you guys are way ahead of me, I'm, I'm like coughing in the dust as you guys are running up the road right now. But, I have finally figured out how I'm going to do my side panels because that's the part that stopped me. Because I had like one design for my side panels and then I was just breaking out the jigsaw and then another thought came into my head and I had to put the jigsaw away because you know, once you start to cut, you know, that's what you gotta do and yeah. you know, you can't, you can't undo the steel once you start bending and cutting. And it's like, I pulled that back and I was like, well, maybe I can do it this way. And then came back and started looking at it again. And then I came up with a freaking third idea. And I was like, oh, God! You know, you're making this so difficult. Yeah. Stop making it so difficult. At yeah. what point do you call it quits? Exactly. That's, stick to it. That's, that's what Sometimes I Sometimes we have to do that. Yeah. That's, that's well, what I'm not trying to get the slice person in the bunch. Oh, no. Are you kidding me? No, no. So I, I finally figured it out. And I think I've got a, I think I've got a good, inexpensive way of making the vent scoops on the side of the, uh, 
uh, on the side of the, the panels the way I want. I actually contacted Cool Meister over in UK. I don't know if you guys have ever followed any of his work. He does some great He's automotive stuff. He's the uh, the CMC or the uh, Mystique. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, no, that's Bacher. Bacher did yeah. the Bacher did the Mystique where he cut it in half and yeah. Right. The Coolmeister cool cool does a lot of uh, he does a lot of car type of PCs. That's why I love him so much because we're, we're like birds of a feather. Uh, he's he does a lot of Cooler Master bots, and uh, one of the things he did on his last one, or on his last two actually, is he incorporated some side vent scoops that were actually preformed automotive vents, and you know that takes a lot of the construction out of it. All he had to do was cut the hole, you know, get the thing to adhese the side of it, use a little fiberglass and bondo, smooth it in there, and he's got himself a hood scoop. Beautiful. It was perfect. It was the right shape. They're only sold in the UK because they're for a specific car that's over there in the UK. I sent a note to the manufacturer saying, look, dude, guys, do you know anybody over here that makes a similar type of vent? And I haven't heard back from them. And so it's like, you know, I lost time on that, and then I lost time on trying to you know, diagram out how I was going to do it. And then finally it hit me. I was like, dude, stop making this so difficult. Keep it simple. Remember, remember what the whole crust of this competition is. Keep it below a certain dollar amount. Make it so that it's not, uh, make it so that it's not intimidating to a non-smart. And so with that, I was able to flush out and say, okay, that's too, that, yeah, that's too complicated. That's too expensive. And just walk away from that because that's, <laughs> so I, I finally got it fleshed out. I think it's, I think it's a good, simple way of making the vents work. And, you guys should start seeing a lot more activity out of my log. So my apologies to you guys. One thing, <laughs> yeah. one thing we was planning on doing anyway was extending the contest just a little bit. Kind of just it. To compensate for coming quick on. Because we, we know coming here took a lot of, yeah. a lot of time off of the guys. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 and we're, there's also going to be a little more extension probably too. We've got to work with CPU. And, compensate with CPU. Because, uh, and time out the magazine. Yeah, they've already limited, they've already put aside, this is what we call the last email, two pages for the next coming up one. Awesome. And then four pages after that. Yeah, and, and one of us will have the cover shot. Oh. You know, it's, it's going to be me. It's oh. going to be me. I think it's going to be all four of them. You know what? That would be a good one. I don't know. This is going to stand yeah. out, though. It could be a limited edition. You have there you go. Four, four different versions of the cover. Oh, like the Kiss album. There you go. Remember when they did Kiss? Yeah. Gene Simmons album there. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. Four, yeah. yeah. Four we should, back we back should back. say that. Yeah. yeah. You know, what till you sleep on that. Yeah. You have a tag in the back of mine. It says blue by pass. You know, I'm talking about talking about yeah, the mods have been really good. Come over. Please check them out. Modders Inc. Check out all the sponsors. We've got all the great sponsors. Uh, they're, they're, we've been able to talk to them here. Uh, actually, it looks like we might even got a couple more late entries of sponsorship. So um, we're going to have pretty much a complete system except for a processor. Hello out there, Intel and AMD. I'm sorry, because you, you were too late. Hi, Intel. <laughs> we love, we love you. you. You are a friend. We love you. We like you very much. We love you a long time. Yeah, I... Uh, I've been an AMD guy all my life, and uh, I'm still, you know, 
Craig, don't get one. No, no but I, I've got I've got two Intel rigs. I'm building you got right to now. let Craig finish talking. Yeah, I got two. I got two Intel rigs. I'm building at my house right now. One's a 1366, and one's an 1156. And just from the couple times I've booted the things up, I I can see why everybody is clamoring over these little Intel. It's the stuff. What did I tell you the other day? What did I tell you the other day? Pertaining to that Intel AMD. Uh, you'd have, you'd your, your AMDs are on the downhill slide? Yes. <laughs> yes, they are, unfortunately. My, uh, my daughter is harassing me about getting her a faster machine. My son needs to be upgraded. You know, there, there's a, there, I, I'm not going to get on my soapbox. You know, everybody knows how I feel about price performance ratios and stuff like that, where I can pick up a less expensive processor and make Agreed. you, you know, if my son's not going to be a super high end gamer, why do I need to spend for a super high end processor? He's not going to use, you know, 70% of the processor. He'll get the same experience out of AMD and I'll end up saving money in my book. But, that said, these are my first two Intel rigs and I, being an enthusiast and running these things up and overclocking them and seeing what they can do, I am impressed. You feel the need. I'm just You kind of see where we're coming from. I, a little more money's not going to, you know, not that big of a deal when you get something for it. Right, right. Yep, and feel like you've gotten a good product for your price. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, if you, anybody else have anything else they want to add in? No. I think we've had a good time. I think everybody should definitely, you know, try to check out the next one. I think it's going to be uh, even better and greater. I, I would, I would like to thank um, Bethesda and its software for the open bar at the House of Blues because I know I damaged that bill. <laughs> I damaged that bill. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, also, Dwayne and I got to sneak downstairs and go see Pat Benatar. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was fun, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good time. It was, it's a really good time. All right. Well, um, we'll wrap. Oh. If, if you hear any rumbling in the state of Texas, I warn you, avoid the... Hey, guys, it's close by. Look, this is called Mark took me to the Mexican Bunch Walk. I did. Take a fan race from the What are you thinking? He said that's what he wanted. Thanks, Mike. And there was beef and beans. Oh. And and I said, hey, I didn't order the beans, but he said, I'm going to bunch of wings, man. So you can go back to the red car. I got the other car. He's not coming in tonight. Sorry, Mike. You're going home with Mike. Sleep in the truck. <laughs> you're going to lose your, you're going to lose your renter's deposit on that truck. Okay, well, here's the thing. He's got his eating beans, okay? I was not. I didn't eat the, I the beans. I didn't eat the beans. Well, it is a no, sto- no smoking truck. So. <laughs> didn't say anything about no methane. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, I haven't seen any beans in two days, and you're still in there rumbling the pipes. Wow. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Right. I'm sorry. Right. That's right. I'm sorry. You know, I had to have a cheap farmer gash to come out here. You know? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you can plug on me for writing on my wheels around here, you know. No, I ain't going to do nothing. He's trying to be gray and economical for the planet. <laughs> <laughs> what well, I said, big gray. I don't know. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking. No, what you're, doing, what you're doing is turning everybody else green. Green fog and green. You know, leave it to the to come up with a new meaning for being green. Go green! Go green. All right. Well, folks, we're going to go ahead and wrap this thing up so we can get on out there to the last bits of QuakeCon and and you know, try to get some little bits more information for you. Um, 
like to thank everybody for listening in. I'd like to thank all of our uh, our readership and our fan base that have been listening to the, the podcast and coming out and uh, participating in the forums. Thank you very much. Um, if you have any questions, if you have any questions, what is it, podcast at moders-inc.com? Is that what it is? Yes, yes it is. Yeah. So, uh, or you can send it to actually anybody that's on part of the staff. Yeah. You know, if you yeah. can't remember that, you can yeah. always go there. You can find it on the podcast page or you can email any of us. Even if it's kind of a, maybe a personal question, you know, how would you do this? How did you guys do that? Yeah, we're all reachable. We're yeah. all reachable. We're, we're basically family over here. So. Some of yeah. us are easier to reach than others. Yeah. Probably the best thing to do if you really have a question is, is post it up, become a member of the forums. Post it in the forums, and uh, there's always somebody that will answer it, and you'll get multiple answers. And usually everybody has the right answers very quickly because yeah. they've all done it in the, in the past and know what you're experiencing. Agreed. There's, there's Agreed. always multiple ways to do things. Mm-hmm. Always. It's just a matter of figuring out which one suits your style. So, yeah, uh, having multiple perspectives is always a good thing. Um, we'd like to also thank CPU Magazine for all their support, uh, all of their uh, all their support of the modding community, their support of Modders, Inc., uh, they've been a great, great partner. Uh, we really enjoy working with them. We uh, this uh, this hot rod mod off is going to be a lot of fun. I think they're going to. I think they're going to get a lot out of it as much as we're going to get a lot out of it. So okay. it's a it's a lot of fun. Always, you know, it's a it's a quality read. It's not just you know it's not just about modding. It's a great enthusiast magazine. I highly recommend if you haven't picked up CP magazine, go pick yourself up a copy. You will not be disappointed. And you will be giving away a free six month. Yeah, they are. They're yeah, awesome. yeah, oh, yeah. Out here, uh, out here, QuakeCon, they're they're giving away uh, six month free pres- uh, free prescriptions, Just free subscription. It is a prescription. It is a prescription. CPU has always been good for us. We really appreciate it. All of the uh, all of the uh, sponsors of the Hot Rod Mod Off, we thank you very much uh, for all the product and participation that you've given us. The support is awesome. We hope we look forward to uh, giving you guys some product and some exposure that you're going to enjoy. Uh, and on that note. Vic, take us out. Mine. Ain't it couldn't.